Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is September 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, <laughs> it's Victory Tuesday. We are <laughs> recording this on Tuesday. I'm still basking in a victory over the hapless Redskins. They might be the worst team in football. The worst franchise, certainly. Did you see Horrible the, franchise. The clip of the guy stirring the Gatorade pot with just a stack of cups? No. <laughs> They didn't have a spoon. They didn't have anything. Guy just took a giant stack of cups, kind of used it as this big spoon to stir up the, the jug of Gatorade. Then they also misspelled London Fletcher's name wrong. I saw that. They're, they're the worst franchise in the NFL. And that comes from a Browns fan, too. Um, you feeling good? No, I'm not. I'm not feeling good at all. <laughs> our, uh, our, our quarterback is extraordinarily inaccurate he cannot hit he missed so many open receivers that game should have been like 52 to nothing at half i mean the the defense forced all those turnovers and we barely won like the game was in doubt in the fourth quarter also monday night announcing crew is awful it really has it, it it's just like lost its um I don't. I don't know what the word is. This Booker is, was. It's such an intangible, but it's like it felt like Monday Night Football. Like the the announcers kind of gave it a sense of like more of a big game than it actually was. And I'm not talking about like the Gruden era because he was a nut job. But like, I don't know. Now I like the Gruden like, era because you just laugh at the stuff he'd say. That is, it was unintentionally funny. That's true. But like, it's just like the the the, the crew gave it a sense of like a, a familiarity and. I don't know, bigness. That's such an inarticulate way to put it. But now it's just like, it feels like a rotating cast. Like it could be a noon, uh, noon college football game. It's just, just the too much, there's too much to turnover. Slightly better than Schlereth, which oh. is a low bar. <laughs> Behind the scenes, I've never seen, Andy was losing his mind. We were in New York at a sports bar, watching, or the Bears, like game, you know, whatever, fan club bar in New York. And they had the sound on. You were kind of you were apoplectic listening to Mark Schlereth call that game last week. Which what do you, what do you talk, called the line the hog mollies? <laughs> that got you all up in arms. They're the, talking about you don't want to see Garrett Wolf in a back alley or something like just all these dumb like meathead cliches, and you were losing it. This uh, this one killed <laughs> me. Like they were like talking about 
Booker was talking about how the game was over, and it wasn't. And and then he was talking about like how Super Bowl hopes are back alive in Chicago. It's like, are you watching the same game as I am? Like, like, are you watching our quarterback constantly miss wide open receivers, throw after throw? Like, sure, he hits the two yard dump off screen, but like nothing else. Not you know, it it was well, very uninspiring. Like you said last week, you got a road win. The road win in the NFL. Our defense played so good yeah. in the first half. It The game shouldn't have even been clo- like tw- It was 28-3, and that's not close, but it should have been like 42 nothing. <laughs> it's a road win. you got to be happy. You're 2-1. That, that interception, whatever, we're done. Let's <laughs> move on to golf. Oh, you don't? Do you want to do like twenty minutes on the impeachment inquiry? No, 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 no. There, this <laughs> is not list, a politics. You think the podcast. listeners want that? I don't know. That's that's popping off right now as we're hitting record. Um, just terrify the audience. Yeah, we're going to talk about the impeachment. Uh, all right, let's get to it. New fresh, fresh week. Just before we pressed record, <laughs> you curiously said, "Hey, have we ever done a deep dive on Tom Hoagie?" Which is just excited about what, what could be coming here. Uh, schedule for the week. We have the Safeway Open out in Napa. Uh, a good field. Yeah, uh, yeah a good field. G- good field for the fall series, certainly. They've got Great what? field for fall. JT, Bryson, Phil. Adam Romo. Scott. Hey, what's our Romo bet? What, what are we doing? What are we doing? What's the final? How did that shake out? I can't remember what side of the bet I was on. You're betting that he's going to make it. No, I'm not. You're betting he's not going to be able to call the game Our, on Sunday. That's fine. I'll, I'll, I'll bet 20. I'm putting all the risk out there. Yes. Yeah, I'm putting like I'm putting, whatever it was. I'm putting $20 out there. You're putting I, get 20, to, I get what is it a thousand to one odds uh, or 10,000? It's a thousand to one to win. Yeah, but the, just to make the cut. That's what the cut odds should be. <laughs> I thought you said it was 85 to 1. I mean, he's not going to make the cut. He's got no chance. <laughs> well, uh, put your money where your mouth is. I, thought could, you, I, could right. he, I, I would probably fly to whatever market or I'd go to a household that had um, NFL Sunday ticket just to watch the game if Romo was playing on the weekend and watch the Nance Romo game. Just to hear all the things Nance would talk about with where his where his broadcast partner was. Romo, Romo is ten thousand to one. I see via golf odds at golf odds ten thousand one to win. His first round score prop is seventy eight and a half over under. What do you like there? I I think under. Yeah, that's that's a reason. I mean, like I, I, I just like Romo for like one fifty one or one fifty two. That's kind of my Romo ro- zone. All right, I will give you. What do we want to do for this cut made cut? I'll give you. Let's do twenty dollars, and you want to take like I don't know one hundred fifty two hundred to one. No, I need more than that. He's not going to make the cut. I mean, not, no. This, what are the chances of him making the cut? What would you put him at? I don't. He's not going to make the cut. He has no. Okay, chance. so exactly. You're only giving me two hundred to one. That's good odds. I like legitimately. I'm lighting twenty dollars on fire. <laughs> All right, five hundred to one. All right, done. 
right, cool. All right, we're done. Good. All right, so the Safeway Open, good field, above average field, great, uh, great location, right? Probably. Do they draw a good crowd? I mean, do people in Napa have any interest in watching golf, PGA Tour golf? I I don't know. I'm. I'm not I have, sure. I would. I have no clue. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think they draw a big crowd. Like kind of a noble question. It's like uh, you know, it's like the the residential area of Napa is not large. Sure. Like it's not you know, it's not like a ton of people live in Napa. You know, right. so everybody's commuting. I mean, it's not that far from San Francisco. Um, yeah. but so we, like it's, we, it's it's it's, I would say it's somewhere between, you know, say you got like a big city, major metro. Mm-hmm. Crowd and Mayakova, <laughs> the Mayakova zone, <laughs> Mayakova level, just totally abandoned. Uh, all right, so we have Phil, JT, Bryson, Cantley is back. Adam Scott is playing. Another great talent. Akshay is back in the field. Isaiah Salinda, I'm kind of interested in seeing. Colin Morikawa, the usual. It's it's a very good mix of top of the world rankings and rookie types. Molinari's playing at Frankie. Safeway instead of like, what? why hasn't he been out on the European tour? I don't understand that. Cause he was at Wentworth and he's flying to the West coast of the States. Doesn't make any sense. What is he getting out of this? Maybe he already he's got, got a his... Monday outing or something. <laughs> I mean, he gets all the good wine he needs in Europe and Italy and France. Right? Yeah. I mean, this has got a really good field for fall. I, I think this has become like the premier fall event. Well, it's, yeah. The big grocery. The, the, would, you rather, would you rather, if, if you were a tour player, would you rather play the Safeway or the Dunhill? It's a good question, honestly. And I, I understand everyone's going to yell at me. You should go play St. Andrews. I don't know. They're they're both great. I, I'd probably play the Dunhill, based on just links golf. Are late you just September, afraid of somebody yelling at you? No, no. I mean, I think a weekend in Napa, Napa is extremely appealing. It's just slightly think, less so. I think you'd maybe say that, and then you know your your wife would get involved with the you know. Sure. Then you'd be going Depends to Napa. If I could pick my celebrity partner over at Dunhill, would you want Vladimir Klitschko? Did you know he's playing? Yeah, I think I he hit one off the hotel, <laughs> like shanked. I, I think he hit one off. No, he hit one on eighteen. Not like you know, seventeen. It comes into play a little bit. I think it was eighteen. Whatever lines the road down there, one of those buildings, like dead slice off the building on eighteen last year. I have video of it somewhere. I think it was Klitschko. I have uh, like zero interest in watching people play golf that aren't at like. If it's not like a national championship, I don't really have interest in watching golf at all. Tony Romo. But like watching somebody like Vladimir Klitschko hit a golf ball is something I do have interest in. Like, why? I just think it's funny to watch like, you know, like (laughs) super talented athletes that like are going to be awful at golf. (laughs) But. The between that, like I do, n- I have no interest in watching like a a club championship, none. Sure, sure, sure. 
Uh, okay. So Safeway, great field. Battle for the uh, barrel, the wine barrel. Solid uh, title sponsor. What was your What was your little idea that if you they should have to spend their FedEx Cup money at a title sponsor? Yeah, yeah. How would fifteen million go at Safeway? You have groceries for life. <laughs> it's a good. good I, I miss the old fries dot com open. The this, fries open. Though. Speaking of trophies, the Safeway trophy is better than the Sanderson trophy. Like uh-huh. one yeah. week later, we have a better better trying. trophy. The big wine barrel is awesome. It's a great trophy. It's fine. The, the, I mean, it's, 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 I don't know. It's pedestrian, sophomoric compared to the work and craftsmanship <laughs> that goes into the, the cock, but whatever. Uh, this is a, this is a great event. I will watch a little bit, a good amount, a fair amount of it. It is on golf channel five to nine. So it kind of hits that, uh, prime time so it ends at nine on saturday and sunday as well so you get, get a little prime time i got a question for you what's that do you think this will be the only time that gains ever defends a title <laughs> yeah probably yes i don't want i mean i'm not hoping for failure but it's a competitive world out there i, I don't know that he'll win again do you i think he'll win again yeah, I'm, I'm a gains believer <laughs> I can see him winning like four to six times in his career. Does what? He's not that young. Carl Pedersen won five times. <laughs> the Swedish pancake. You always go to Pedersen. Uh, he's thirty-one already. Maybe three. Maybe three wins. He's going to get right. to two. He hits it far. Like it's eh, things are part of that whole jupe life cabal. You know, winning <laughs> is it's just more of a lifestyle game than than a wins and losses game for them. The tour is a lifestyle. I don't know that it's competition. So you're saying it's it's a Jeep life is directly related to live under parland? It's a it's more it's a than a more than it's yeah, a it's lifestyle. Off, yeah, it's an offshoot. It's it's just kind of a lifestyle. They're not out there trying to make, you know, pile up wins. Speaking of uh, live under par. Yeah. What do you think about the uh Driving the game further. <laughs> We're already getting there, huh? You want to go? Well, it, it was I'm just seemed like a natural segue right sure, there. Fine, fine. It's, uh, it, I, just, it was, I saw, I was going to ask about what the Juke Life slogan was, and then I realized we had a new slogan to talk about. Driving the game far, further, not further. farther. Further. Proper English. It's an indeterminate amount. Uh, it's so dumb. It's terrible. I don't understand these places. It's live under par. I mean, it's just the, the amount of money that's blown on this nonsense. And this is our, this goes back to our an old an old an oldie but a goodie take. Just like don't if you're out there and you're kind of intimidated by someone's title, like executive vice president of this or director of that or general manager of this and or their age and say you're like 26 coming out of college or finding your way in the world and they're 50 and they got don't don't i'm not saying you need to be rebellious about everything but just don't be intimidated necessarily by their expertise by their brain there's just a lot of jobs out there that contribute very little and exist 
simply so there's money being spent, money going, changing hands, and fulfilling just dead air. Like, there's no need for a fucking slogan. There's no need for to revolutionize the brand or replenish the brand or whatever the language is. Like, this is just a waste of money. Focus on your core product. Make it good. Like, I guess what they're getting at is, like, how they're always innovative. They're pushing new formats and new, you know, pace of play initiatives and social media. Like... It's just dumb. It's a bad use of money. It's not, it's unnecessary. It probably cost them a ton of cash. Somebody's laughing their way to the bank and it makes no, and it's, it's, we, but it's going to happen again next, next year. It'll be some other tour or some other uh, tournament that comes up with it. Like, I don't understand it. And this is not to besmirch people who are, I don't know what, what, what is the con? What, what, what is a job that does this stuff? Brand I think it's a brand, marketing agency. Mark, yeah. Not to besmirch the role of marketing because there's a lot of great, I'm sure, great and smart people out there at marketing and marketing is a necessary thing. Um, but uh, it's just, just be, be more subtle. I wouldn't Could roll it, it out. Could it just be like, game. we play golf? Could that be like, <laughs> I'd there like that go. more. I would applaud that. We play good golf. We show golf shots. Uh, yeah, it's just whatever. It, They're so good at the content well, stuff, and they allowed themselves to fall into this stupid trap. Yeah, yeah. There's just this, uh, I, I don't know. I can't. I'm. This is someone who's worn down and sat in a lot of meetings, a lot with a lot of different people with fancy titles, and listened to all these stupid buzzwords about you know. You know, we're going to table this and circle back on that and, you know, solution this. And like, there's just a lot of fluff out there for people to justify having a a job. It's this idea of like, we need to have a slogan that, 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 you know, evangelizes that we push the game to this other, like, it's more than golf. And it's just like, no, it's just golf. You're, 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 you show golf. You know, if, in, if like, in 10 years the European tour is known like it, this is super identifiable, oh, yeah, they're the driving golf further people. I, I will be shocked. I will sign over my house to Scott Pelly or something. Like, I will. <laughs> Scott. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, uh, that was such a natural, Scott. You were so confident. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like if that is somehow still around, or it's it has sunk in in the brand of whatever the European if, tour. If Scott Pelly's the commissioner <laughs> <laughs> in ten years, I will sign over my house to him. Oh God! Yeah, it, it, that's it's just I don't know what the purpose or where it's getting them, but but I'm sure it costs a lot of money and it's it makes for a couple of days of press releases and tweets and fun. Anyways. That's it's, my take on the slogan. I, I feel the you know, exact we same way about, about live under par. Like, of course, we already went through this, and now they're. I think they're 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 scaling down the live under par usage. I think they understood that it was not. It's still there, but it's just not as well. Even. They had to they had to advertise strongly against it for a couple of years to justify the the multi million dollar spend sure. on the on the marketing agency to come sure. up with that crap. Sure. 
Sure. I don't know. Just be authentic. The logo is horrible too. Just be authentic and try to make good shit. Right? I mean, that, that's what you do. do. What's going on with the logo? I didn't see that. It's like just. I saw. What, what is it a logo? It's just it's European tour, new font and color. Is that what it is? It's got like these dots and like a, you know, it's like a a T, like a golf T more looking like tour. And it's got like this dotted ball thing. It's just, it's, it's just the whole thing. Like, it, why don't, like one of the things that works really well is like silhouettes of players. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you have like a Monty silhouette? Jerry West. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a Lee Westwood. He's number one in career earnings there. He's the greatest European tour player of all time, according to the career earnings list. Is he? He's number one on the Euro career earnings? I believe so. Yeah, just a product of the Tiger era. Right? I, I mean, I'd say most people would say that Seve's the most yes. famous. You could do the Seve, the fist pump thing, that David Cannon photo. Although I'm not even sure that's a European tour event. Where did that happen? I think it happened on the Euro tour. Um, but it looks just so generic. Like it looks like a clip art logo. Like I could design <laughs> that and I have no design skills. I could make that logo. Whenever hey, well, I like have to think about like event logos, I do these yeah. rough sketches. <laughs> but I could make that logo digitally, like on my computer. Hey, while we're on the uh, subject of the European tour, you see Pat Reed? He's just like Mr. Euro Tour. It's incredible. He's doing their podcast, their life on tour. He's been embraced. All he needed was to be loved, Brendan. Doing the European tour. That guy doesn't do any podcast. He doesn't do anyone. It's like pulling teeth to get him to do anything. He's just over there. He's, you know, might as well be, I don't know, Keith Pelly's executive assistant now. So, you know, he's got that tumultuous relationship with his parents, but like he have, have heard, yes, he's he loves his in laws, right? Right. So in this situation, oh, the PGA him. tour is Go are on. his parents, and he and he hates everything about his his real family, and, <laughs> and the European tour is like his in laws. <laughs> he just came up with that. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that. He's shouting at officials, saying they'd give Speed the drop. Yeah, it's very tumultuous. He goes over to the European tour and he yells at cameramen, but they say, "Hey, Patrick, here's your honorary membership." <laughs> That's fantastic. they accept him for who he is over there. You I know, they've that. they they've had similar characters to Patty Reed over there. You know, like who? Monty. Monty was always yelling at fans. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, now that we're back, we're icy. is applauded in in many of the European states. That's true. That's true. All right. You're out, continuing on their schedule for the week. The Euros are the Dunhill Links, the aforementioned Dunhill Links, Carnoustie, Kings Barnes, and the Old Course. Um, purse is five million. Defending champ is Lucas Beauregard. You know the the Jackie Robinson of golf. Uh, <laughs> Notables in the field: John Rahm, Roy McIlroy, Justin Rose, Shane Lowry, Tommy Fleetwood, Finau, Westy, Brandon Wu making the making the move, which is, is kind of as a pro, probably. I think so. I should have. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Don't you have to be a pro? Yeah, I think so. 
uh, than in the celeb amateurs include. You're missing one very notable player. Who's that? Shotgun star favorite Barry Henson. Oh gosh, of course. Forgetting Barry. I've retweeted him on Monday or Sunday. He's like, it's taking me forty years. Blood, sweat, and tears. We're pumped for Barry to play play the old course in competition. Very pumped to watch that. Keep guy to root for. We're gonna check in. Try to check in with Barry after. Um, so this will be eight a.m. to noon on Thursday, seven thirty to twelve thirty on Sunday. So, coffee golf. Great coffee golf. Great, great edition of coffee golf. Like you can, it's a pretty like Sunday morning. You can watch Dunhill, the old course. You can watch your football, and you can pick up that Safeway finish, kind of like in between the late games and the Sunday night football. I don't even know what the game what what that is. Ideal week, sports tonight. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, what do you expect? What do I expect? All right. So old course, <laughs> 7,300 yards, par 72. They don't, it's, well, it's usually not as tricked up as it would be for like an open. I'm not saying it's tricked up for an open, but it, it's. It all depends on weather. Like yeah. you can't predict, like we've seen Terrell Hatton just go absolutely bonkers here the last two right. years. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, these guys are hitting like the, the road hole. Is like 500 yards, and they're hitting like driver flip wedge in. It's just insane. Well, we have tee boxes all over the place on, you know, adjacent courses. Yeah. Tee boxes out of bounds. Like, I, I just wonder how much longer they can hold it here. They, uh, yeah. I mean, they never, that'll be, that would be the saddest day. Let, adjusted par for this. Yeah, let's go. It's par 72. It's listed. Let's say par 67 adjusted. It all depends on weather. So right. if there's no weather, 67, we're going to do adjusted par. And then if there's weather, like a good, really good wind bumps it up to 70. I kind of like that. They come out on the course, they change the par. A guy like you know comes out with his instruments, weather instruments, and changes the par. Make the 18 a, a par 3. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't think of anything that would get the world more up in arms than that, doing that. You think... What, what what do you mean by the world? Just the, the, the actually the golf the the competitive the, the competitive the competitive golfer would not get, would just go ballistic. They would fair police all the all the players would be like this. How's this a par three? <laughs> um. All right. So that's fantastic coffee golf. Uh. Do we care about any of the celebrities? No, I don't care. Uh, what did I talk about before? <laughs> I literally do not care about watching any normal human being play golf. Hey, I wouldn't hey. go watch myself play golf if I could do that somehow. <laughs> I enjoy playing it myself, but like... Hey, Bill Murray's there. We haven't seen that before. That'll be new. Kinda Justin cool. Timberlake, you know, Jerry McElroy, like what, you know... Jerry McElroy is I, I he's great. I wouldn't I, mind watching him. Don't get don't, I don't wonder I wonder if uh if if the guy that Westy roughed up that one year is is back. All right. So let's let's go. <laughs> we should, I wanted to pick up like he stopped, most likely. Play, he stopped playing in the Dunhill because Westy roughed him up. I wanted to say most likely to get roughed up, put it stuffed in a locker. I gotta find the list of them. I don't have a list. Of, I didn't expect. I didn't. I wasn't ready or 
expect to talk about amateur golfers because frankly i don't care can i throw some notable because uh, because some of them are foreign and i'm not sure you know what they are okay I'm throw, these are no so granted these are like the headliners this will be like, good do i know them or not do you know who these people are what they do because this isn't like ray romano it, it, it's it's we're dumb americans here we're not we may not know i am a dumb american too all right, this one I think you got to start with. Luis Figo. Is he a soccer player? Yeah, Portugal. I think famous Portuguese player. <sighs> that was a that was a well-educated guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Vinnie Jones. No clue. A renowned tough guy footballer with Wimbledon in the 1980s. He also played for Chelsea. Tough guy. How do you get a tough guy football title? So he's a footballer. Would Wesley be a tough guy golfer? <laughs> he's stuffing celebrities in lockers <laughs> with Darren Clark. Uh, Ronan Keating. No clue. Is he like a news anchor? Oh, my God. Born in Dublin, it was as a member of the band Boyzone. <laughs> Boyzone that he first burned burst onto the pop scene during the nineties. Never heard of Boyzone. Uh, this is great. I don't know any of these people either. Uh, Jamie Redknapp. <laughs> this one I think I know. No, Jamie no, Redknapp. I got it wrong. Um, I I don't I don't this know. Is a soccer player for Liverpool. Okay. We don't know our EPL. We'll do a couple more. Sir Steve Redgrave. <laughs> well, he's a knight. There you go. Um, I don't know. I have no clue. One of the greatest Olympians winning rowing gold, five rowing gold medals at five straight Olympics. This is very far from the Gary Mule Deer and kind of the the pebble. So, but is it far if we were if we were from we were, the UK? Yeah, yeah. Last one, last one. I won't get done with this. Actually, this guy did kill us. Bradson. What could he be? Who? Brad Simpson. Um. Looks real. Brad, Brad Simpson. I mean, Brad Simpson, he's got a, is he like a, a singer songwriter? There you go. Brad Simpson is the lead singer of the hugely popular, hugely British, popular British band, The Vamps. When I you think like Vamps? hugely popular British band, I think The Beatles. <laughs> Do you know anything about The Vamps? No. And you're a music guy. I, yeah, I don't, I might have to look up their music. You listen to all that little hipster shit. Yeah. Um, I used to listen to more. I don't listen to this much anymore. All right, we're off of that. So, is this better or worse than the Pebble? Or the it's sand? way better. Why? You know why? Because the coverage is better. It's not. Oh. This is this is a, a real thing. They don't make a big deal about because we're in America. I think it's probably the same way over there. I bet the coverage is worse on Saturday. Than any, but like because we're in America and we have no clue who these these actors are, we don't get them shoved down our throat. Like I don't know, nobody knows who these who these um, 
celebrities are in America. So they don't shove them down our throat. They don't show them. So that's why it's better. Okay. I don't know what it's like to watch it over there, so I can't comment on that. But that's the simple ethos of it is it's better because of that. What would you... uh what would you take in a three-course battle? Which three-course road is better? Ooh, that's that's a good question. Pebble Spyglass MPCC uh, versus Kings Burns Old and uh, Carnoustie. I mean, I think you got to go with the with, old course. Yeah, I. I mean, like the not, it's just, let's just say you played. You said old course and pebbles a wash. Okay. I think Kings Barnes and MPCC Kings Barnes wins. Okay. I, MPC, they're both really good. That e- Let's just even say that's a wash. Carnoustie laps Spyglass. Does it? Yeah. Okay. Spyglass right. is is good, but it is not great in my... Okay. This is my yeah, humble pers- opinion. Subjective personal opinion. Yes. All right. Uh, okay, there, so... There that- are hundreds of courses I'd rather play than Spyglass. Spanish Bay? No, no. no. Uh, just, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. Uh, like Pasa right. Tiempo down the road. Sure. Cheaper and would rather play. Sure. Probably all play right. it eight out of ten times over Spyglass. Okay. So we have the Safeway. We have the Dunhill. Next up, we have on the LPGA Tour, we have the Indie Women in Technology Championship. Indie Women in Tech. This is at that course inside the uh, Brickyard Motor Speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ever been there? I haven't. I, it's been on my list of things to go see. Pete Dye course. Supposed to be pretty good. Brickyard you go, crossing. You go under the under the racetrack. There's yeah. a tunnel. There's a few holes. I don't know how many there are. It's like in the infield. Three or four holes in the infield. Then you go back out. under the. You walk under a tunnel. I guess mistaken. like if when you're inside, it's the infield is so big that there's a few holes. And you still, like, you could barely see the racetrack. Really? Like, I mean, like, the infield is so big. Right. So it, it's, it's like, it's not like at Memphis where you're, the whole green's butting up against, like, Inatech headquarters. No. Like the, 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 the racetrack might as well be a road that's, you know, four miles, you know, on the boundary of the property. I got to go to the Indy 500. I've never been. I would love to go to that Memorial Day. Maybe we'll meet up. Halfway live show, yeah, just like the one, yeah, going to Sanderson and everywhere else. Yeah, Wait, should uh, we plan out the year where we're gonna go again and then go to none of them again? <laughs> All right, that's that's a nifty little event. So they're back at the uh, LPGA's resumption chase for the CME Globe. That's uh, the chase golf, is on Golf Channel Thursday, one to five. Then Sunday, one to four. We're getting in race to Dubai zone too. We are. You know who's yeah. leading? Uh, Rory. No. no. FedEx FedEx Cup points don't transfer no, over. <laughs> no. Why did I think that? Who won WGC? Not. This might be the biggest indictment on on Rory's la- uh, uh, player of the year case. He's twenty fifth in right. race to Dubai. He's got time. He's barely played. I mean, uh, Kevin Kisner was leading for half the year. Is, is Kisner still in there? Who's it. leading it? Who's won multiple times? Lowry. Oh. Oh, because he won at uh, like Abu Dhabi or one of those. 
And then uh, the thumb. Okay. Okay. It looks like they scrubbed Kisner from the rankings. Uh-huh. Xander's 11th. Like, this is what I'm saying. What? This, this is the indictment of Rory's player of the year thing. Like, the race to Dubai counts the WGCs and the, the majors. And Rory's 25th. Does the FedEx Cup not do that? They do, but they weight everything. The weighting's all off. Like, these are the world events. And he's played horrible in world events. Outside of winning the, you know, he did win the players. But, you know, that's not... I mean... Sergio's higher than him. Grant Sergio won something over there. He won that KLM. Yeah. Didn't he get to, like, the round of 16 in the WGC match play? He was... Final group in Memphis. Tony Finau is higher than him. All right. You're getting way too in the weeds on the race to Dubai rankings. You're, you're saying that's why he shouldn't be player of the year? because well, it's, it's, it's an stand- indictment. It's an indictment. It's an indictment. Okay. Where's Kepka on the race to the Dubai standings? I don't think that he hasn't, he hasn't played enough events. N.A. Okay. That's not his... He'd be he'd be higher than Rory. Chase is three eleven. Oh my god! Well, there you go. He'd be higher than Rory though. What? Chase has more race to Dubai points than Drew Love has uh, FedEx Cup points. All right. Um. Okay. Let's get to uh, PGA Tour champ. Now we're talking about chases. The Schwab Cup. Coming up quick, man. Four, four more events. Defending champ at the uh, Pure Insurance Championship. We have that. That speaking of Pebble, it's Pebble and Poppy Hills. I think th- this is the one where they have the kids join, right? The juniors play. Mm-hmm. Get invites. Um, who's the defending champ of the Pure Insurance Championship? Oh, I know this. You do? Yeah, I saw him on a billboard in, in Pebble when I was there in March. I can't remember who it is, though. God. The assassin. Ken no Tanagawa. According to the, what I'm reading. Although we've gotten... Last week, we had Charles Blair McDonald as the architect of the Jackson Country Club. and Yeah. Wow. Kenny T defending. The assassin is defending champ. Brandel's playing again. Gary... Oh, my God. Gary Nicholas is listed as a notable... How is he a notable? <laughs> Loner, McCarran, Chambly, Gary Nicholas, and VJ Singh are the notables that I have listed. For you know who's like. playing in the, the Safeway? Um, Just up the road? Who? Fred Couples. Oh, I did see that. He and John Daly got exemption. I was looking at that this afternoon, and then I saw Will Knights tweeted something out already on it, so I don't want to sound like I'm stealing his tweet. But like... I was looking at it this afternoon. <clears throat> Some of these alternates versus like who's in the field are like it's kind of inexcusable, right? Like John Daly, whatever. We don't need it's to a go sponsor. Down. It's their choice, right? That's what they say. You give it to some guy that. But it's totally useless. It's not going like the Romo thing is far more excusable. I right? think. I think that. I would say that John Daly isn't that bad of a sponsor's exemption. Why? Because he is, um, he's like going to draw fans. Like if you go follow John Daly, there will be fans. 
I know, but he's not going to. Okay. All right. So, like, I don't think that's a wasted sponsor. What if he has to take a cart and he's zooming all over the place? <laughs> you think he should be allowed to play? <laughs> what if Damon Green's driving the cart? How about that? <laughs> We're all over the place. It's fine. Being all over the place is a good thing. That was that was some of the best news that came across my desk this week. What's who's he caddying for now? Shaggy Kang. <laughs> we got Shaggy Kang. Cheater. Shaggy uh, Kang. <laughs> Alleged, alleged. That's well, not alleged. It's, it's established. <laughs> established um, cheat. Bad drop cheat. Shaggy Kane is now, you know, employing Damon Green. Thirsty Damon Green. Worse for the wear, Damon Green. Worse for the wear, Damon. Headed to wine country. Just <laughs> jumping right back in the deep end. Uh, Somebody, so he better t- hope there's not a heat wave. He could have some bad wine sweats. <laughs> so he uh, he tweets out this picture. Somebody was talking like he's an assistant coach or something now for a high school, and he's driving a uh, like a cageless range picker, just open air range picker. Is that common? <laughs> I mean, maybe when you've when you've seen as many shots as uh, Damon, he's got like a, a six he's a sense. sitting duck out there. <laughs> he's just driving. The pictures of him driving through this range with no cage around it, picking up balls. I mean, it's not after hours. It's the middle of the day, and he's just driving this range cart. Now, well, whatever. Now he's back on the bag. For sure. Maybe they shut down the range. Maybe that's like an alternate range cart. <laughs> um so that's a match made in hell oh, we also know he's an excellent cart driver from his rider cup duties <laughs> driving around zach johnson replacing divots here and there yeah come on i mean this is something he's very he's got an expertise one could say he's a professional I, he and he and kane are not gonna i mean that's just a match made in hell Shaggy Kane had fluff there for a few weeks last year, I think. All over the place. I tweeted about this thing, and some some guy was like, oh, I used to like Shaggy. I used to like Sung Kang. And someone replied, I can't remember who these people were. Someone replied, you might be the only Sung Kang uh, fan on, on planet Earth. <laughs> That's pretty good. Pretty good. Um... <laughs> the Safeway. All right, so so let's finish this damn schedule for the week. Uh, all right, Champions Tour. So that's the Pure Insurance Pebble Beach. Probably not going to watch a minute of that, but the Schwab Cup is is coming down to the wire. Uh, other other events this week. The Asia Pacific Amateur. It'll be on ESPN middle of the night, one to four a.m. That's over there. You got the Masters uh, Birth on the line. Oh, the the event of the week is, and then you got. Corn Ferry Q School going on right now. And then one more. You know what the PGA Cup is? No clue. The 29th PGA Cup. It's like the Ryder Cup for professionals. And it's GB&I versus the United States. 28 years of obscurity uncovered. Might be every other year. Might, might be 50, 60 years. <laughs> 29th PGA Cup. I might GBI. have to do Flashback Friday on this. It's the Ryder Cup for the PGA Club professionals. It's at Barton uh, Barton Creek Resort. The Fazio Foothills, Foothills course will be hosting. 
the team from GB and I. So we've got we've got a couple. We've got the Asia Pacific Amateur. We've got the PGA Cup, Corn Ferry Q. We got Q- Crump Cup this weekend too. And we got the Crump Cup. All right, what's your event of the week? I I gotta go with Dunhill. I, okay. I'm not gonna make a mid am event. Uh, the, the the event of the week two weeks is in that a row. crump cup yeah that's it's you know i i love medium golf but yeah, it's not that a, important give us the 30 second skinny on it it's a one day pine valley it's not open. one day it's like a bunch oh, of, i said it's it's the one time i'm sorry pine so they, valley opens its doors to the public and, it's like the best midams in around the country they're they're all like big time college golfers um do they have to be mid-ams? Yes. Okay. 25 so it's not, plus. Not a college golfer. They no. were college golf. Okay. Um, you know, you got your like list like, you know, Scott Harvey, Stu, Mike Muir, always playing it. There's a stroke play qualifying and then they get seeded into different based off of the stroke play, they get seeded into different um uh match play cool. brackets. Yeah. So like the championship flight, I mean, Jeff Knox plays it every year, uh, sure. but then, you know, then they have match play till the, till the, uh, champions deemed in all these different flights. And, uh, and then on Sunday it, they open it up. If you're in the New York Metro area area, you can go walk around Pine Valley. I think it's 25 bucks. So why New York? Philadelphia, oh, Philadelphia too, area. whatever that whole area over there. You know, anywhere you could take a flight, walk around, come yeah. into town. There, uh, I could check your license, make sure you're from Philadelphia or New York. It's uh, on the, it's on the, it's on the very, the fringe bottom of golf. I go would go watch. It's on the really? very bottom of it. Yeah, I would watch Crump but Cup. It's a high enough. High, it's, I mean, it's like the best midams in the in the country. Sure. Okay. So it's like the best. You know. So that's at the very fr- uh, on the very bottom rung of of what I consider watchable golf. Okay, so event does not get event of the week though. You're going Dunhill. I'm going to go Dunhill. We gave we gave US Midam event of the week last week, and okay. yeah, there was drama of that. Oh yeah. I I had uh, Lucas Michelle on the pod this morning. He was amped yeah. up to talk about what happened on the last hole. Midham Champ on the Fried Egg Podcast. What I, I saw the snippet on Twitter, but uh, explain it briefly for the listeners if they haven't. So like what, that last match. So a little his, bit of gamesmanship, maybe. A little, yeah. little crazy. I've never heard of anything like this. So what happened? Uh, Dennery had a putt to win. Derainy. Derainy. Joe Derainy. I right. always want to say Dennery. I don't know why. The guy in the finals. Der- guy who's Der- playing Michelle. Deraney had a putt to win, uh, to win the hole and send it to 36 holes. It was 36 hole. Yeah. And uh, Lucas had like a three-foot putt. Not a gimme. He even said, like, not a gimme. And by no means would he, you know, you give this putt. Right. So uh, Deraney hit, misses his, and he takes his hat off and walks over to shake Lucas Michelle's hand. So everybody Deraney, thinks this match is over. That's the international sign for like concession. Yes. yes. He shakes his hand and says something along the lines of like your putts. I'm not giving you a putt. Good luck. 
that's sketchy as hell, right? If you take your hat off and go shake his hand, like that's really you can't. That is that is that beyond the pale? I mean, we saw something like this with Kucher and Sergio. And I would not say that's comparable. Well, he didn't say it's good, but like he made like the international sign of that's good. Turned like away. It, like, that's like the international concession sign. And to yeah. do it before the guy's got to hit the three foot putt. Well, that's okay. So, so that's a, the, that's, uh, a the US, yeah. that's a passive thing. What's far more like an active thing is taking your hat off, walking to the guy, shaking his hand, and then saying, You got to make the three footer. Yes. That's way, I think that's way more egregious. Taking than like, the hat off, walking with an extended hand is the yeah. international sign of concession. And then didn't you say, what did he say on the pod? Like the USGA guy? Yeah, the USGA thought it was over. Comes running on the green. Yeah, and he had to be like, no, it's not over. And then had to go back and hit a three-footer. And he, he said he was like messed up. All right, so let's, let's try and read this as charitably as we can for Duraney. Like maybe he thought it was over. And like he saw the mark as he walked past and like got caught in no man's land. That's, that's, I've, I've tried to be the most charitable possible. That, that's the only possible way was he got confused. But I can't, given the circumstances, I could not fathom him not knowing in his head what was going on. Like there's no possible way you're playing in that match. And you don't know, like, okay, this guy's putting for par. I need to make this or else, like, I have to rely on him missing that. Right. I can't fathom any possibility where you're in that match and you don't know the situation. <laughs> like, I can't fathom any possibility of that happening in <laughs> a, any match, let alone the championship match, a 36-hole final with a yeah. master's berth on the line. And uh, Yeah. <laughs> It's, I, I don't know that I've seen that. Have you? No, I mean, there's like, there's like the quick rake before you it was given to you. There's so like, think there's, about, think about if he had missed the putt, how big of a disaster this would have been. It would be so shitty. And then he goes to 18 and, you know, he's shook and he, you know, hooks a drive or something, loses 18 and goes, actually, yeah, yeah. It, it's super sketchy. He said he like kind of snuck it in the corner too. Like it was not like a, <laughs> I mean, God. it's, it's so hard to hit a putt after that. Right. That is taking your hat off, going and shaking his hand and then saying not good match, but you got to make that is, is, uh, unsporting in my opinion. I mean, at the, I think the match should have been over. Right? That's essentially, yeah. As soon as you take your hat off and extend yeah. your arm out, that's no, that's a concession. No take backs. Yeah, I know. I agree. It's take- like if you if if Lucas didn't speak the English language, he would have thought it was over for sure. Right. That's like, a good point. Like if if you were playing a foreign match, they would have assumed it was over. Like, like if. Yeah. If Duraney did that in the uh, Asia Pacific Am against a guy that doesn't speak English, yeah, it would be over. Yeah, you can't say no. You got to make it. Oh man! And Duraney's played a lot of golf. Like this is the thing he played. He won the Canadian Mid Am. He played in the RBC. Like 
This is, I don't know. I supposed to be in the. Um, I'm sure he's a very nice guy. You're supposed to be in the Sanderson because he won the. Uh, this is per John Ezekowitz, which I always butcher. I think he's supposed to be in the Sanderson because he won the Mississippi Amp. And when he got when he kept advancing in the mid amp, that's how Batia got in. I think he took Duraney's spot. Wow. So I mean, he's a competitive golfer. He's he's yes. He's got a lot of reps. So we're we're running long here. I don't care. Oh, this is a fascinating topic. All right, what else you got? Anything else? I got nothing else. I got uh, a great week. Q School, Asia Pacific. Hey, we got to pick players for Friday. Oh shit! Okay. We tea times aren't out again. I I want you to research Tom Hoagie. Oh, so that's why you were asking. Yeah, you're up. I'm Tom Hoagie. I'm, I, he's played well the last couple weeks. He deserves a, a little little spotlight. There are a ton of options this week. I kept laughing as I, but I'm going to go with an old an old soul just because I'm going based on not on obscurity but on what I hope is just a a vast library, a cavalcade of fun facts you can provide us on Friday. I'm going with Scott Brown. Scott Brown. Yeah. The Aiken. Uh, Them Aiken boys. Good old boy. Scott Brown. He's got to have some crazy, like, they got the, the stories from his, you know, his background. The, the relative's house that they're holding out on Augusta National. Oh, yeah. That's one thing I know off the top of my head. That's they're, a good one. They're, I can't remember what part of the family refuses to sell their house it's to like Augusta National. Uncle or something is like surrounded on all sides by like <laughs> masters parking. <laughs> uh, okay, so Scott Brown and Tom Hoagie. Can't wait to dive into those guys. Uh, anything else? Um, no. You got, you got Romo here. What is this Romo? No, did I write that? Oh. Last thing, last bit of delightful. So with, with the Safeway, we always talk about doing our little wine tasting. Uh, I got a great message from our guy, Eric Benning. He's a, one of the best follows on Twitter. Great guy. Nice, nice kid. And uh, list, avid listener. He let us in that Louis Usti tipped us off. Not only does he not have his own wine, but he makes his own beer, his own gin. We have to. We're gonna have to sample the full Oosthuizen collection. Do you think there's a tasting room somewhere? It's. He's got beer. He's got gin. He's got uh, a bunch of different wine. What is the number fifty-seven? Did he shoot a fifty-seven somewhere? Why is he must have? Everything? Um, Maybe it's for fifty-seven mattresses. <laughs> Can I give you some of the names of this beer? Yeah. The Green Tractor Fifty-Seven Lager. Oh God. How do we get our hands on? You know, I. This is something we have to do. Let's let's. We got to set it on the calendar. Might be a good holiday. Yeah. Well, we, tasting. You guys, let us know what city we, you think we should do this. But I think we should contact all these players and have a tasting event. All right, let's do it somewhere where they where it's legal to ship alcohol in yeah, the state lines. It's got to uh, be. Yeah, that's where it's got to be. And we could get we can get all the wines. We could get Louis beer. Ernie's wines, David Hearn's wines, uh, Mark Leishman's beer. <laughs> David Hearn's wines. <laughs> we'll get them all. Green Tractor Lager, Blue Plow Pilsner, Amber Axe Ale, Red Spade Stuff. They're all after these big machinery products. The Tractor I, Boy. I want, I want Louis beer. All right. Well, this we'll would be to... a great event. 
we'll try to lock that up. I thought that was a fitting way to end during Safeway Napa week. So. God, we got to figure out how to do this. Somebody's out there has got to be able to execute on this for us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll check in with you Friday. Uh, have a good hump day. Good Friday, Junior. Talk to you later.